To describe this story as horrifying would be an understatement. And if that sounds like a warning, then that's exactly what it's meant to be. Boils and ghouls, lock your doors and strap yourselves in from Los Angeles, California. Bloody Disgusting presents the Boo Crew Podcast. Horror news, commentary, reviews, interviews and more with your hosts, Lauren and Trevor Shand and Leone D'Antonio. Hey, I'm Trevor and on behalf of myself, Lauren and Leo, welcome to the Boo Crew Podcast, episode 318. Hope you're doing amazing. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. We'd love to hear from you over on our Instagram at Tales from the Boo Crew. Drop us a DM if you haven't done so already. You can go to our page on Apple Podcasts to rate and write a quick review of the show. And we're going to read it on an upcoming episode and give you a shout out. You can watch the video version of the Boo Crew on Bloody Disgusting TV. That's available on Roku, Vizio Smartcast and more, including on demand on Pluto TV. That's a free app and a site. At time of release, they got two full seasons of the show up there for you to see guests, including everyone from Sarah Paxton, Betty Alvarez, Kate Siegel, Barbara Crampton, and so many more. This time around, you were hanging out with multi-award-winning filmmakers Tanelli Mastonen and Alexi Hyvarinen. You may know them from their exceptional film, Lake Bodum. You can watch now on Shudder. At time of release, their new film, The Twin, is in theaters on demand and streaming on Shudder Friday, May 6th. It is fantastic. We discuss Finnish folklore, the occult, a sonic palette built from the inspiration of black metal bands, and orchestrating the perfect twists. Also, find out the exciting horror projects they have on the way with an announcement of something truly awesome. The Boo Crew Podcast, episode 318, with Tanelli Mastonen and Alexi Hyvarinen. You are going to love these guys. It is now slaying. Why didn't you make there in the ground? He didn't leave him. He is always with us. Hi. Who are you talking to? Haven't you noticed anything odd with his behavior since we've been here? Elliot is a mirror. He's a reflection of your emotions and fears. Your son has made a wish and it has been granted. It's not his dead brother that comes to him at night. Mother, it can get out. I just don't know what's real anymore. Elliot, you don't want to hurt mommy. Go ahead, scream. That's all we need. Another victim crawls onto the gurney for a Boo Crew autopsy. Joining Bloody Disgusting's Boo Crew via the Speakeasy Studio are two extraordinary filmmakers with an incredible sense of style and vision that makes their work mesmerizing to experience. First off, a writer-director who began an acclaimed short film and television work before creating the hit comedy films LN Friends and the award-winning Reunion series. It was in 2016 when a shockingly original slasher flick, Lake Bodum, made the genre world turn its heads. Check it out. It's available on Shutter now, earning multiple wins at festivals all around the world. It's a beautiful looking movie with masterfully nurtured tension and surprises, an excellent showpiece for a pair of truly exciting voices in horror cinema. Also here with us, the other half of that very pair. He is not only the co-writer on their shared projects, including the renovation, Lake Bodum and Ellen Friends, but is the producer of all these amazing movies through his company, Don Films, as well as the producer of many other acclaimed works like the five-time award-winning Christmas Story, two-time award-winning Hella W, and many more. His work has always been centered on captivating creators and the power of storytelling. Together, their latest story is an unsettling and daringly spun tale of occultism, family, and grief. And like their previous work, it's painted onto the screen with stunning cinematics that can't help but draw you in. It is called The Twin. It premieres on Shutter and theaters on demand in digital May 6th. We are honored to welcome its writer-director, Tanelli Mastonen, and writer-producer, Alexi Hyvarinen. Yeah. yeah! What a 
intro, guys. Oh, I, I, we're, we're blushing here, guys. Thank you so much. Well deserved, you guys. Yes. And, and congrats on this amazing movie. And thank you for yes. spending some time with us to discuss its journey. So I guess we'll, we'll throw this to Tonelli first. We'll start with you. Tell us about your early experiences being introduced to horror films as a young kid. Yeah. Oh, that's a great question. I, my background is such that my, my, when I was a kid, like in, in early 80s, mid 80s, my parents, um, they took over this local cinema. Oh, wow. uh, and so I, so I basically had a, like a cinema paradiso kind of childhood. Basically, never had to worry about any hobbies because, you know, we always worked at the cinema. And it was a great way to, you know, get to know the people in our small town. And, 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 you know, that was sort of like our window to the world in a time before internet. So I've, I've, I've considered that my, as, as my first film school. And, and so it began all there. And, and when I was 10, my father told me like, you know, that there's actually people who do these films. And I was like blown away. So when I was like, I would say 13 or something, we started making horror films with my friends, you know, back in the, Late, late 80s, early 90s with those really scrappy, <laughs> scrappy uh, with, uh, uh, recorders. And, and, and so it began and I kept to, you know, to know the, the instrument of, of camera a bit more. And, and then, I, then we met with Alex in our film school. That's the, pretty much the only academic film school here in Finland. And, and I, was, I was studying to be a director and he was studying to be a producer. And, and we just decided like we want to work together. And so long story short, he wrote my first feature. And, here we are. <laughs> That's so awesome. Do you remember the first horror film you saw? I, I do remember. Oh, that's, yeah, that's, we're so old. Uh, in Finland, back in those same times, uh, in the 80s, it was super hard to get your hands on real cool horror films. So we basically... Um, Can you believe it? I mean, in Finland, a lot of horror films were actually banned in the 80s. Yeah. Wow. There was a law restricting that. So it... it so obviously it was super, super interesting for, for a kid. Yeah. Anything that's bad, you're bound to get yeah, interested. We so. Like, oh my God. <laughs> so we actually, we, so the funny part is like, the story is that we actually had this kind of a club that you, you, you could send the MTV HS tapes. You remember those big tapes and you send them. Yeah, and, then, and then you like kindly ask the, the person up road, like send me some cool horror films like Texas Chainsaw Massacres and 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 reanimators and whatnot and, and 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 it was such a you know amazing it was like a christmas day when it, you know that tape came back and and you just you know you call your friends and you dim the lights in your room and you just enjoy those horror films uncut you know and i still feel that you know for many horror films especially like texas chainsaw massacre it's so much scarier with that scrumpy, uh, weird, weird, safely. So it's, it's, it's crazy. But, so, yeah. So the, to answer your question, this is a long story, but I'm sorry about that. But to answer your question, I, I think that like the first proper horror film, film I saw was uh, one of those Hammer films with, you know, the Draculas and whatnot. Uh, um, but... The, the first one that really made a huge impact on me was, was this wonderful film called Let's Scare Jessica to Death. And I was way too young, way too young to see it. And it just blew my mind. And, and it's been weird film for us because we talk about that constantly, like when, when writing stories and, and, and how original that story and how in-depth uh, uh, study that, that was uh, when it comes to like human condition and, and you know, and what it you know the biggest fear of all is like losing one's mind and and it, it it's such a Pandora's box of awesome awesome movie making and filmmaking and and, and awesome scenes and that really drive to the scare bone you could say yeah so that was probably one that really you know has has an impact on us on, on various scripts and films actually all of this is is my parents fault in in a way because i think i was about eight or nine when they tracked i mean i obviously had my commodore 64 and i wanted to just keep gaming at home but they dragged me onto this some boring concert live thing and and it was actually here in helsinki finland it was called something like the hotel savoy ballroom and and it was the the nosferatu from from the 1920s or, or like the, that really old silent movie and, and it was a, a you know live music, and and I started off with that like a nine year old attitude like ah oh, shit this is gonna be boring, but 
but it just totally blew my mind. I was way too young to see it. And that whole experience with, you know, all the crannies and crampas around me, and I was scared to the bone. And, and it, 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 was, it was really cool. And it was such a big experience as well, like uh, with, with, you know, the, the whole orchestra there and everything. So that really, I mean, I still remember the feeling. So that kind of, I think that threw me off somehow for the rest of my life. Yeah, you're, and you're right. 1922, 100 years. Yeah. That movie's 100 years old today and it still yeah. stands the test of time. I mean, it is yeah. a creepy, exactly. creepy looking movie. It is. That, that guy in the movie, it's just like, wow, what a character. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> how do you, how does the writing process work between you guys? What's, what's your shorthand? Do you like to sit in the same room and write together around a computer screen? Do you send a file back and forth and add and subtract? How does it work best for, between you two? Actually, yeah, we, we do write together in the, in the pretty literal sense of, of, of the, the sentence. I mean, in, we, we do walk a lot, yes. like, which, which is, I, I don't know if it, that can be considered writing, but, but I think it's more about walking around, even in, in kind of, you know, pushing through Helsinki in, in, in the winter when, when it's dark, like from <laughs> pretty much from 2 p.m. to to, to the next morning it's it that's a, it's a good surrounding for, for like coming up with horror stories but we, we walk a lot we talk a lot yeah and and we we pretty much figure out the story through notes and 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 just talking it through don't we yeah and it, usually it, 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 it's yeah it's 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 a as you know we we've been writing together for so long like 10, 15 years now yeah. so basically i can i can say where my sentence ends and he starts so so basically, it's been we do we do fight about it sometimes. Yeah. That was your idea. No, it was my idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's, such a, it's such an amazing thing. Like you can you can write scripts with your best friend. It's 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 you know it's 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 still a bliss every morning. And, and even when when we have like of course we have creative arguments, but quite rarely. But it, it's it's still something that even in those cases, I think we always end up like thinking alike and finding you know solutions together but it's it's a lot of it's a lot of talking and and when and, and you know the it's it's all about getting getting to the the bone to the core of, of, of horror story like what really scares us in, in the case of the twin it's, it was the case of like let's let's study like like the, the real evil or the true evil in in in, in, in like in, how how would that you know play out and what scares and, and how can we create the these kind of tense moments, in, like you've probably seen in the film, and uh, we, we, we less than more. We had this kind of idea that we wanted to go back and dive, and, and we really, you know, worked hard and researched a lot of films from the seventies and early eighties, especially, and, and you know, and studied them and, and t like like I said, talked through them. Like, why does it work? What's the sort of like the, the thing here that makes the audience, you know? The hair in, on, in their neck, you know, stand out, and 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 those were those were like, but it's it's a, I I think it's gonna it would be like if somebody would watch us us talking, they would be probably thinking like, oh my god, just like what a married couple arguing. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a lot, like like we had, we actually had that by the way in LA. Like we were arguing in some hotel bar, like like going through like, and then we yeah, just a, just like a story point that we were we disagreed yeah. on, like. Yeah. And then some some sweet old lady came to us, like say, guys, you know, you don't have to argue. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's okay. But yeah, so it's 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 a lot about that. Like, yeah. So you do yeah, like it? Like, you'll actually kind of think of moments that made you feel certain ways in these movies and almost reverse engineer them. Why did it make us feel that way? Let's see how. Yeah. We can redo it and, and repurpose it. That feeling, how we can capture that feeling. Exactly, yeah. and it's, I think it's 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 a simple thing to do when you have a companion. I think writing is so such a lonely process if you're writing on your own. It's, it's so I, I feel super blessed that I you know blessed that I have uh, you know that kind of a companion as Alexi like working with me and and also producing this because at the same time we always talk about okay. We don't have the budgets of a big, big film, so we have to combine with you know creative ways to you know uh, work around them. You could say, and and that also is very interesting that we we we're not just writers, but basically just also filmmakers. So we, yeah, yeah, and, and the twin is is a very compact, condensed story. It's very much about isolation of 
of the main character Rachel, played by Theresa Palmer. It's 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 very much about her being thrown into the you know remote Finnish village, uh, the weird people in there, and 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 the, the evil that's kind of lurking behind every corner. And and we really wanted to play kind of those like those psychological notes and really kind of figure out what are your ultimate fears as a as a parent and and how do you kind of what when a person is is at her uh, lowest point and weakest point how would you know evil forces basically attack her yeah and 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 we wanted to make it really really condensed and, and psychological and, and and in that sense it's it, it also makes sense when when you're you know doing uh, an english language horror film out of finland with with you know whatever money you can scoop together and so it it, it also makes sense budget wise and production wise I had read that Teresa was pregnant with her fourth child while filming this. How crazy was that? Oh, yes. I can't even imagine. I have oh, four kids, oh, so I've been God. pregnant four times. So <laughs> that just blows my mind that she did that role pregnant. That, yeah, that, that, that's that's something. Isn't it? It, it was it was amazing, and, and I think I think we that also like really helped us in, in, in many ways because we started talking about parenthood with her. And of course, she was so well prepared for the role and, and, yeah. and she really not understood the, our aim uh, uh, and, and, and sort of what we were after with the, the whole story. And, and, and so she came like she, she was so prepared. She knew the character better than us. <laughs> and we had this wonderful creative process. And it wasn't, you know, and, and then of course, we were shooting this during the COVID, you know, with all these restrictions. And, and it, it, so it created also this kind of a tense atmosphere. We were sort of like in a bubble when shooting this. And, and, and it, I think it, it created this kind of really strong bond with us and, and our DP and Teresa and the whole cast. And, and so, yeah. And, and we were kind of isolated just as, yeah. you know, Teresa's character in the movie. It was kind of all of our crew, but in this little, tiny weird world of our own during the whole shoot so but but it was amazing i mean i mean if you hadn't known you wouldn't probably figured out that 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 she was pregnant because she was just really really fierce and, and like giving her all yeah. I, I i mean she's 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 we something she's saying, really like, something yeah, you know? we were basically <laughs> saying like we don't have to do this we have to stand some body doctors <laughs> here so you know but she was like oh i, I can do it it's okay we're like okay but let you know <laughs> and she was on the top of her game all yeah, the time. And totally. And amazing. Amazing, amazing. So yeah. we were super blessed to know. Oh, she, yeah, that. she was, she was incredible. I, I'm wondering about yeah. that, yeah. Uh, that audition process of, of finding her. Was there, without giving anything uh, away, you know, plot wise or any spoilers, was there a moment in the audition, a particular line that she gave when she was doing her audition that sold her performance for you that made you think, you know what? We found, we found our Rachel. Uh, let's put it this way: She didn't have to. She didn't have to do a tape for us. We were <laughs> we were so freaking happy, you know. And when we actually, when we, you know, we, we finished the script, we were actually working on on another, shooting another another film, and 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 then suddenly we started her, you know, hearing rumors of from our, you know, managers and, and agents in back in LA, like that, you know, there, there's something here, and then suddenly we got this call from from Teresa's agent and, and he said like, you know, like Teresa wants to talk to you guys. And we were like, okay, awesome. Like it's going to be the sort of like, it's going to first call whether she wants to read the script or not. But as soon as she answered the phone, she was like, I love this. Like, I really get this. I've been reading, I've read it twice now. And I've been talking with my husband, like all through the night about the characters and twists and turns and whatnot. And we were, of course, that was like the, every, every filmmaker's like, the dream call you can like yeah like you, you, you like really like we were like looking at each other after that like did that really happen and then of course we pop up some campaigns and whatnot uh, beers in our case but it was it was just crazy and, and, and she just said like like i have this slot you know you're free if, if, if you want to make the film with me and we were like hell yeah of course and and it was yeah just, we were super stoked to, to have her i mean she was just perfect Overall. you know that was crazy that was truly a crazy <laughs> moment wow well we wanted to know also was there what was the seed what was the seed of the idea what was the very first thing that you came up with that kind of set the story going in your head in, in motion 
<laughs> well, that's, a, that's it's actually a funny story, like the really concrete way of how we came up with the story. Obviously, we, we kind of try to come up with various ideas for, for horror movies all the time. But, but this was after our previous horror film, Lake Bodum, which is a, a Finnish slasher that then, you know, went on to South by Southwest and, and actually shutterboard it in the US. And it really did well, uh, starting from like a tiny Finnish horror movie. And it got invited to this wonderful uh, horror festival in, in South Korea, uh, a festival called Bifan. And, and they, all, they said to us that, listen, okay, guys, we're going to fly you in, but you have to participate to our project market where, where you need to pitch your next horror movie. And we were like, uh, like what do you mean, the next horror movie? Like, we don't really have any proper ideas right now, which is like right after finishing the movie, the previous movie. And so we were just like, oh, my God, we want to go to Korea. I've never been. And, uh, and we started, <laughs> started banging our heads to the wall, basically, at the office and, and, and of, of our production company and just figuring, like, like, what could the idea be? And I think it took about two weeks of, of brainstorming, and we came up with this five or ten lines of a story, which was kind of the seed, the, the basic arc of, of the twin. And, and we flew in. Uh, and we were, we were just like talking on the plane, like, damn it, we, we, let's, yeah. we should, we'd never do this again. We don't have a proper story. Yeah. It's so, it's so fresh. And, yeah. and we, 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 we enter the place. It's the biggest genre film yeah. event in the whole of Asia. And we go to this huge, huge, pretty much like, you know, a huge hall full of tables. And like 30, 50 or 40 or 50 projects, all of them are pitching like 15, 20 minute pitches. And it revolves all around you. You have like 10 to 15 meetings a day and it continues, continues for like five days. So we were basically started with our five to 10 lines of a story. And throughout those days, that week, we kind of we kept pitching the story like yeah. 10, 20 times a day. And, you know, they were obviously like asking things like, so does is that yeah. how the story goes? And we were like, yeah. So it was and it, it turned out to be so that in, at the end of that five days of like gruesome like meetings back to back, uh, uh where you had to you know pitch these ten sentences, uh uh we finally came up with the story and we were like I almost started falling in love yeah, with it. Yeah, we actually thought it, it, it started maybe working. There's something here. So it was basically the core for the twin. And 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 the crazy part is that we actually ended up winning the whole thing. No way! That's great. Yeah, they dragged us. There was like the mayor of Seoul or whatnot, and they were giving us money, and we were like, "Did we win?" We were like, you know, <laughs> as, as, you know, that's crazy. Yeah, so, uh, but e even crazier, we we basically made a plot pact with with Tanelli that after Lake Bodum, which is like a a, a slasher full of twists and turns. Yeah. We were just basically, we're never going to write something like that again. Nothing that has big twists. You know, we're not that smart. It's too difficult for us. Just something straightforward. And then we ended up having this, you know, basically back of Korean money. And we need to use this to write the script. And we're yeah. back in a place where we have huge <laughs> twists. And it's a great place to be. You guys yeah. do yeah. very, yeah. very well, be, I got to say. Be careful what you wish for. Right, you know, right. right. So in so in short, that's the origins of, of, of the twin. Of yeah. course, there's like there's num numbers of films that we you know we we loved and we you know pay homages throughout the whole movie, and they had certainly a huge impact, like Exorcists and Omens and 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 Changeling, you know, my next wonderful film uh, for sure. And of course, like for us, we also wanted to you know that was the other nice part for us for the first time we actually. We started studying um, the thing we, you know, taught us in in, in schools, the Finnish uh, bacon culture, the Scandinavian bacon cultures. And the folklore and, folklore and mythology. And, mythologies. Yeah. and it was really like, it was suddenly we felt like, oh my God, there's so many cool things here. So we tried to, you know, have them uh, on, on, the, on the twin as well and, and, and sort of like, in, in, in so many ways, it was, it was a gruesome writing process, but, you know, we were super happy with the outcome. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, especially those occult themes really work well. And Leo, you had a question uh, just a bit more about those occult themes. The Boo Crew will be right back. The creeping, crawling, spine-tingling terror of Phantasm is now open everywhere. 
like a freshly dug grave. The Los Angeles Times called it a scream. We call it the picture with hearse power. Phantasm, from Avco Embassy Pictures, rated R under 17, not admitted without parent. If this one doesn't scare you, you're already dead. Yeah, I mean, especially those occult themes really work well. And Leo, you had a question just a bit more about those occult themes. Yeah, there's a great scene where Helen is telling Rachel about the eternal incubus, the pagan beliefs and circular geometries, spiral of hate, which, you know, provide clues as to what we see in the film itself. Did these ideas come from actual Scandinavian pagan lore or stories you've heard growing up or was it made up for the film? Yeah, the, the internet is also, okay, we have to thank the, the internet because <laughs> it's such an amazing place. Like, we would never, you know, learn any of this. And of course, there, it's sort of like, let's put it this way, that we, we, we definitely work our asses off, you know, find the things that work out to our, you know, to, to our film. We wanted to have this kind of, uh, take the audience uh, with Rachel to this rabbit hole and and so we want we knew that we wanted to create visual clues that the that the evil or the devil is you know is basically owning the whole place and and so so and also keep keep the audience on the fence just like Rachel like what is real what is not so to answer your question is is basically say yeah there's some truth to it and there's some basis in 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 the mythology that we we have here but at the same time we also you know, beg, steal, and borrow from everything we've seen, and then try to come up with new stuff as well. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 kind of an elevated version of of a lot and and uh, cooked out of a lot of real ingredients of of our heritage and and and, and of course, you know, the, we've lately we've seen that same heritage being depicted in a lot of great horror movies like Midsummer, and it's it's kind of it, it's all of that. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's you know. Uh, Kind of the, let's the civilization in Finland is 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 rather young. It's just a couple, you know, it's it's a few hundred years when when Christianity came to Finland, and and there's still a lot of like in, even in our daily you know festivities and rituals, there's a lot of traits from from the old pagan times, and obviously the Finnish you know mythology is 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 world renowned. It, it, it maybe we don't really have kind of big big. You know, Marvel characters such as Thor, which is based on Norwegian mythology. But, but the, you know, Finland has a lot of the same stuff. And for example, uh, Lord of the Rings, uh, J.R.R. Tolkien uh, was, was really, really kind of uh, well-schooled in Finnish mythology. And a lot of the, you know, the languages of the elves, for example, it was inspired by the Finnish ancient, ancient language and so forth. So you know, there's a lot of cool stuff here. And I think it's, it's, it's a Pandora's box that's now opening and, and it's coming to get you. So it makes it feel really authentic and, and very unsettling, which we yeah. loved. And Leo, you had a great yeah. follow up question too about the third act. Yeah, as, as the both of you uh, serve as co-writers for the script and the film, the, the film itself gives so many great hints as to where the story can go. So for the third act itself, were there different ideas as to where the story would go? Did you guys have uh, dueling ideas? Oh, we like I said, like we argue like married couple through and throughout. But this matter was something that we pretty, I think we were pretty, you know, sure early on. Yeah. We wanted to yeah. create the ending that sort of is, I, I, I don't know if the word is like open ending or if it's an ironic ending, but it's sort of, we wanted to basically create that kind of ending uh, that, you know, that you would want to grab with your friends and go to a bar and discuss what you've seen so it basically you know put you in, a, in you know what basically asks you the question like what do you believe like you now see the film and we wanted the audiences to rewind the film uh, in their heads and just go through because they especially we have like like people here that have been watching it a couple times now and it's so wonderful get those feedbacks because we, we really worked hard on the story and, 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 and hope the whole production to make, like make sure that we don't cheat the audience in a way that we don't, we don't do something that is against sort of the rules that we planned out uh, when, when writing the story. And, 
and, and, and coming up with the, with that huge twist we're talking about. But the third act, that was basically wanting to keep it sort of like there's there's clues if you if you watch really carefully, like how do we ask how we you know, sort of like what do we believe? And I think it's when it comes to evil, I give this hint this that if, when it comes to evil, I think there's some truth to it that if if evil exists like we portray in this film, that would be probably his best scam or cheat he could do. And that would be the way he would work. And, and, and you know, and that sort of like lures us. We definitely, you know, wanted to incorporate that in the... In yeah, the isn't it a quote from some movie like, like you know, the, the greatest trick the devil can pull is, is making you believe he doesn't exist. Yeah, totally. That's yeah. Usual yes, suspects. exactly. Yeah. Usual suspects, exactly. yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the exorcist yeah yeah no we've, yes. we've watched the yes. film a couple times already too because yeah, yeah i wanted oh, to wow. see what different clues and oh, things you put so in it and oh my oh, gosh yeah work? it's it's even oh yeah it's even what shines through on multiple watches is yeah. the detail of your writing and what you do see and what you don't see the second time around, which is uh, which is a real right. gift. I also oh, want to notice, I, I mean, one of the things that I really noticed watching the film the second time is the work of Jennifer Schultz and uh, Elsa Levo, the makeup team, who did such an amazing yeah. job helping to capture the grief of Rachel in the way that she looked throughout the movie and the job they did of elevating how that changes through different shades of yes. light and color on her face. What was that collaboration like with that team? Oh, thanks so much for pointing Jennifer out. Like it, it, it was such a place like, of course, like we're only as good as, you know, the, 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 the every, every part of, of the, of the, you know, shooting team. So basically, the collaboration between the, the makeup and costumes and, and the production design uh, and, and of course cinema photography, everything needs to, you know, work as a unison to make, you know, the, the whole thing, you know, uh, work for us. So um, that was definitely something we, we, we when, when Teresa came on board, that was even, that was definitely something we wanted to do. We wanted to keep it real. I don't know if that makes sense. We didn't want to go the, you know, this kind of like, typical uh, looks that we have. We wanted to really create the character that, you know, that we can believe that she's going through hell, like personal hell. And, 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 and you, like you said, you well said there that it's that you, you have to be able to read that grief and that loss through, through her face and through her costumes. And, 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 and of course there needs to be steps. So we were really working hard on those. And I'm so happy, you know, this <laughs> because usually those are the things that people take up, you know, for granted, I guess. And, and so that was the other thing. And lighting was also the other thing that we worked really hard. Like, like you can, you can shoot anything, but without a proper lighting and, and the lighting visuals, then it's, it, Basically, you will you will lose at least half of it. So it was super important that we have you know wonderful uh, uh, gaffer on board who was really like magician with the light. And we decided from the early on that we don't want to decreate this kind of like perfectly lit hair lights. And, and we were constantly talking about like let's go on the other side. The movie deals a lot about the the, the shadow side. So we have to also have that visually studied so we were basically like always our eyes were on the shadow sides I and mean, if you can see that in the close-ups and everything we always focus uh, uh you know those those shadows and, and and just keeping it real i guess that was sort of like i didn't like and one no of our <laughs> one of our favorite scenes uh speaking of that in shooting in the shadows uh the scene of the house on the first night with the waterfall and the mist it looks like a painting uh, or, or the shot of Rachel oh, wearing so the morning dress by the accident there yeah. are literally dozens yeah. of shots that that <laughs> look so beautiful do you have any in particular that stand out for you that you're particularly proud of like oh my gosh this is exactly what we had in our heads chills <laughs> oh, oh, there were so many moments. Like, yeah. um, I, I think there, it, it, I think there, like, there, of course, obviously, like, huge visual uh, sequences, like the black mass, in, 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 that we were like, we were super stoked about, or the, the swing scene. But there were so many moments where you just go, like, 
where you're just like, as a director, it's so fun and enjoyable when everything clicks and you just feel everything happen in front of your eyes and, and you have Teresa Palmer reading the lines you wrote and it was, it, it's, it's just crazy. But there are these moments like, like for me, the most um, important moments for me as personally now, it, it, at least here, is, is, is those moments where we only have the, you know, the close-up of, of, of Teresa's or Barbara's face and, and you, just, you, can, you can just read everything through them. Uh, and and it, it, those moments are like you don't need any dialogue in those, but you have this you know, like wonderful feeling that everything is there. I don't know if and, that makes sense. And, but, and, yeah. and I would also want to point out kind of the the moments when when you know the team somehow elevates the scene yes. and 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 everything just everybody just works together. For example, we had a wonderful a wonderful DOP Daniel Lindholm and production designer Theo and Pello and and how they ended up. You know, first using mirrors in that wonderful location, the house that, that where the family lives in the story. They ended up having mirrors there, and then Daniel and Daniel, the DOP, uh, basically figuring out, okay, you know, in the heat of the moment, you know, let's use that mirror in this scene. Let's let's kind of use that yes. in, in the storytelling. So it, it kind of, you know, it, it the whole uh, original plans become elevated in in in, in you know as, as everybody gets excited on set and and, and, and those big, are great moments. Big, it's 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 group effort, so it's that's the best yeah. thing. Like it's it, it dates back to your days as a teenager when you're working with your friends on your your horror films and stuff. Like you're just goofing around, having fun, but everybody you know works you know to reach the same goal. Uh, that that particular shot that was our sort of like big not to, to our favorite you know horror film uh, maker now is james one of course for insidious and conjuring yeah, that sort of yeah. like, i think we really relate to his films and his work and he's using that kind of you have to pay homage to these yeah, people like, if you like, can such a marvelous film oh yeah no for sure scary yeah let's okay let's talk about <laughs> rachel and anthony's house it is stunning oh, wow. Okay, we have to know everything about the location, this rectory. Is it a practical location? How old is it? We need all the details. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. So let's, uh, so the first of all, it was funny. Like I said, we were basically, the, uh, the movie is shot uh, in Estonia where, where we shoot many of our films and, and, and they have really awesome sceneries and, in, uh, and, and places and, and awesome crews. Uh, and, and so... Uh, in this film, we, we we were actually working, like I said, we were working on this light comedy and we were shooting that. And then at the same time, we were talking with Alex, like, isn't that weird that we have this feeling that we're basically walking on the sets of, of, of the twin? So we submit, so that's the area. It's, it's sort of like, it's, it's sort of like the place where, you know, it, it, you feel that, you know, time has stopped. I don't know if that makes sense. And it's sort of like you, you have this feeling of the nature and the buildings that it's sort of like, you know, there's no history. There's like long history, but the time has stopped. And there's like the stillness of the nature and whatnot. So basically that was the thing. And then when we found the house, oh my God, like we were, it, was, it was one of those things that when we showed there, like we had this wonderful uh, location scouting working for us for almost like half a year, you know, to find the find us the, the perfect location. And then she came back and she said, like, I really found this creepy place. And it, it actually, I believe, and part of my French, I believe it at some point it was a whorehouse or something like. Oh, really wow. Cool. wow. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, like a brothel. It's such yeah. a beautiful, beautiful place. <laughs> yeah. And it's, so it's weird. So it's that's, that, 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 that's like, that's crazy. So we have to go there, right? So we we go there and 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 and, and then you, you just like it just like stands there it, and, and from every angle you look at it it's like perfect it's like oh my god like it's just perfect you know perfect for us and you know and it just feels like it's you know haunted and there's something you know yeah. is happening and, and, and then you walk in and then you walk in and you go like oh my god the first thing you open the door and you see the freaking stairs and you go like okay we're so <laughs> yeah, that staircase is insane. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I was, I was actually. I have to tell you, I was, I was a bit worried when we, when we went in, and it's obviously nowadays, it's you know, it's beautifully renovated place, and then we, we, there's a lot, there was a lot of you know, you know, set building to do there as well. So, yeah. but, but I remember the you know, Daniel and Daniel and the whole team walking in, just being in all other place, 
And I was getting worried because we had this guy who was definitely a businessman showing it to us. And I was just, I could hear the rental price go up. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so right. Like, <laughs> by the second, this goes, well, like, this is perfect. Yeah. Alex, like, we need to have it. Because I was like, please don't say you love it. Please don't say you love it. And I was going, like, oh my God. <laughs> 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 Well, but we got it. That was great. And the owners were, were wonderful for, you know, yeah. letting us in. It was, we, we got so lucky with the place. And the interior and the exterior are actually in the same place, which is, you know, quite rare to find yeah. a perfect place. Yeah. Did anything <laughs> creepy happen in there? Like, it seems really oh. creepy, like haunted. Oh, that was, the, that was the thing. As soon as I was, you know, because we had to still, you know, work on, on various things upstairs, especially and, and, and the boys' room and whatnot. And, and so... So the, the, the set builders and, 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 and they were saying like that they, they have this weird feeling because they were working their asses off like day and night, just, you know, during the pre-production, just to get everything ready when we, you know, come there and start shoot the shoot. So basically they were saying like, they have this feel, we have a weird feeling, you know, working like long hours uh, during nights and they just felt like they were not alone and they didn't feel it, it's, Let's let's put it this way. It's not an enjoyable place to be in. Like I have hard time to believe that you would want to bring your family there with that kind of background and history of the yeah. place. But you know, it's it's beautiful. I don't, you know, I'll, it's beautiful location, it's beautiful place. But there is this ominous thing. In beauty, there's always a yeah. hint of evil as well. Right. And the locals this had so many awesome stories, like crazy stories about the history and and and, and, and they're like and that that was the that was also weird, like like yeah. Yeah. I think every morning we came to came on set, the night guard was just really, really happy to see us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I bet. <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, as as we wrap up here, just a, a couple more quick questions. We had to talk about our most favorite character, Helen, and Leo had a great question about Helen and wow. Rachel. Yeah, I thought that uh, Rachel had great chemistry with Helen as she provides like wisdom and explanation for what might be going on. Were there more ideas for those two characters that didn't end up on the final cut of the film? Uh, I don't think we did. I think basically, you like as you know, you soon have seen the film, you know, like like we um, from that was the, the, the one of the earlier things that when we were starting the work on the story and the script, we we we. We knew that we we want to have a we need to have a character that sort of ha- has this mental quality and and opens these doors to to Rachel's imagination and and at the same time you you really want to keep you know you don't keep you don't keep the audience guessing I guess uh, um, yeah where's the evil basically the, where's the evil and, and can she be trusted meaning meaning Helen uh, wonderful Barbara Martin. Yeah, and, she's amazing. Yeah. And, and when she, you know, it was one of those things, like we were blown away with Teresa. We were blown away all of our cast, you know, Tristan. And and, and, and we have to thank Kate Ringsell, a wonderful casting director from UK for them. But, but when Barbara came in, she's just like, oh my God, she, you know, oh, we were blown away, like, like literally blown away when she started. And it was so much fun for me and for Alexi, like, we were basically working on so many scenes with Barbara and, and, and Teresa. We are basically, during our lunch breaks, uh, uh, we were basically going through the story and she had an idea and we had an idea and we sort of like, it was also that kind of like creative process. And, and with her expertise and, and the craftsmanship that she has throughout this, with like so many films, like over 60 films or something like that's crazy and years in, on television. She's such a professional. Like she was really, I was, I was, I felt like I was in a you know, Sunday school basically. You know, throughout, I, I learned so much, and and you know, you know, she just made everything shine. I, I don't think we left any of her scenes. Uh, I think there was one nightmare scene that we had to, you know, cut out because of the length of the film. You know, kept pushing. Yeah. To, but it, it wasn't, it wasn't uh, anything too important i guess yeah so i think yeah. we all captured everything there yeah yeah. Oh yeah, her her performance. She she delivers so much yeah. of the, the the most unsettling moments in this in this movie, and it's yeah. her her choices and subtleties that she uses in her approach just creeps you 
out. I, I can't yeah. I can't put it yes. any other way. It's yeah. so <laughs> unnerving, and it's just it, yeah, one yeah. of my favorite characters for sure. There's a, there's a wonderful Easter egg if you look uh, if you watch the rewatch the movie, and and if you find the last shot of her uh, at the end. Uh, there's a, there's yeah, well, what is the last scene where she appears? I mean, it's... <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, okay. A third, a third watch is on its way. <laughs> yes. A third yeah. watch is on its way. That's amazing. Yeah. All right, yeah. so so finally, your team has such a gem, and, and excuse me in the pronunciation of his name, is it Panu Altio, the composer? Yes. Yes. Oh my oh, gosh. Oh, 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 insane. Oh, oh, Loved his work on Lake Bodum and on this one. I think there's such a variety of stuff that he gets to do from building tension to creating scares to going all out whimsical and doing these just beautiful, happy pieces as well. There's such a range. What was the process like of working with him on this? Was there a particular piece that he brought to the table that you guys just went, oh, my God, this is insane. That's how it works with him, and he, and yeah. you know I just want to before I let you continue. He's also such a sweet guy. He he basically yeah. walks in. He's had, he's got ton of ideas, and 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 you know it's always like okay, okay, let let's go that direction. Yes, and he comes back with you know whatever he's he's, he's amazingly amazingly talented and versatile, and and such a pro. Just you know working basically day and night, and and. And he, yeah, he, I think he's a fine. We we worked for him with him for for ten fifteen years. He's, 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 and he has like really interesting background. He's a lot of he's very into the you know EDM music, and and he's wonderful with, with so many instruments. And 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 it's 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 just crazy. Like it, it like I've never heard anything like when he sends his demos. I've never heard anything that was somehow off his. And he he can capture so many emotions like. In scenes, and it was it, for us. I think that the in this case it was basically with the part that I had, like because we, we well, again, like, like Alex said, we don't have like, we we just you know call him and ask him to watch the film, and then he sends this beautiful music to us, and we're blown away. That's pretty much okay. what happens with him. With Pano. And, and but we also had a really interesting, like we were we were talking of uh, in this case we were talking about a lot about the sort of like what would be the sort of the the that feelings that we want to die when it comes to the evil name, sort of evil, like true evil. What would you sound like? And we went back to those. I don't, of course, you guys probably know that from Scandinavia, there's a lot of black metal. There's yeah. a reason for it. We live in total darkness for, for so many months. And so we went back to those, like, like those tapes and, and, and CDs from the, you know, from Emperor and, and Dark Throne and, and, and just, you know, of course, Mayhem. And we, we really listened to that, uh, uh, that music and, uh, uh, together with, with Pano. And, and then he, when he was charged, he, he, he brought us the Black Mass. And we, I remember, like, I was on the subway. I was putting my airpods on and I was like, and, and I was like, holy shit. Like, this is the, the, the scariest thing I've ever heard. Like, you put the right. hands to shame. And I was like, I, I, I kept, you know, I was calling him and he was like, he's typical, you know, self, like, going like, oh, it's okay. But it's like, and I was, like, I was like, dude, this is like, this, this is the craziest thing I've ever heard. Like, I'm screaming on a subway. Like, how awesome is this? So, yeah, that's fun. So, he's, yeah. Yeah. yeah um, he's, we're super, we're super lucky. He's, he's one of the biggest composers over yeah. here, you know, where we come from. And he, he is wonderful. We can just warmly, warmly recommend him <laughs> to any place. And, you know, it's, 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 it's also kind of scary. He's such a great guy, such a sweet guy. And suddenly he comes up with music like that. So it, it was also like, mm, okay, we, we were able to scratch. <laughs> right, exactly, right. The darkness is there. <laughs> right. Well, I got to say with, uh, with you guys and, and Danielle Lindholm and Panu, you guys are unstoppable. And we cannot yeah. wait to see what else is coming. And that's the final question. Any more horror stories coming our way from you guys? Oh, my. Oh my goodness, this is the South Korea effect yeah, again. Yeah, definitely. Like, we, we were supercharged with, with, with the twin. And it was also like, big, like, like I said, we learned yeah. so much. Like, we, with Lake Bodum, we, we, we learned a lot and, and we, we knew what we want to do next. And, and now we're in the sweet spot. We, we're just enjoying to see the film being released in so many countries theatrically. And it's actually turning out to be one of the most uh, yeah. widest distributed Finnish films ever. 
when it comes to you know theatrical distribution all around the world. That's fantastic! Congratulations! But but I kind of tell you though, we are now working. It's we're working on it. We're, it's in development. It's 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 a horror series, a horror anthology called Nordic Horror Masters. Ooh. So we basically realized that you know we we we've uh, you know met and and become friends with a lot of Scandinavian Nordic horror filmmakers and, and amazing people, really really wow. talented people. And now we've got uh, amazing guys like Roar Utok, who did Tomb Raider, for example, and and Tommy Vercola, who's now done the trip so... and that you know Dead Snow movies, and uh, and Lars Cleberry, who did Child's Spell, the, the remake. And Antonelli, of course, and we're kind of gathering this bunch of of Nordic, uh, really, really acclaimed and successful, and but leaning towards horror people and directors, and 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 we're kind of creating this horror anthology. Everybody's going to do a story they've always wanted to tell, and it's really, really quirky, weird, twisted, and scary stuff. And it's it's been really fun. It's been really fun. So we're hoping to kind of you know get that going ASAP. And on that note. And on, yeah, and on that note, we're also working working hard on that next stories and next chapter. Of and, and and I think we it's safe to say that we really want to dive into the our sort of like where we come from the the folklore and and the mythology that we have here and we grew up with. And and there's so many awesome, weird, strange, scary stories. And 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 it's just been really enjoyable. So you know. Let us let us have a couple of years and we will be back with the a couple of months. Right. Well, you guys, again, thank yeah. you so much for your time. It's been an absolute pleasure. Congratulations on this film and yes. all the great things it's going to continue to bring you guys. We know it because it's a it's a masterpiece. So, again, congratulations. Oh, well, thank you so much. Sure. Everybody thank you so see much the for twin. Your kind words. It's hey, wonderful. guys, so much much more than well deserved. <laughs> yeah. The movie speaks yes. for itself, yes. you guys. Wait, how- yeah. One last question. One last question. Okay, do it. Do it. Let's go. Let's go. Did you guys ride the wedding swing? I would have been all about that. Please tell me you guys like went on that because it looked amazing. So fun. That's crazy. It's so crazy. You can actually, there's a I don't know if you modified, you can actually go whole loops. That's the weirdest thing. And then you actually can. Yeah. Yeah. And you can have like five to ten people on board, and then you just you can do your full circles. Circles if I if I there you go. I, yes, I, I yeah. was there for like I was there for like one minute, and I was like, I gotta get off. Like I can't do this. I'm like throwing up like all over the place. And, and then Teresa was there, and she's pregnant, and she was saying like, this is nothing. I was oh like, yeah, right. <laughs> so she was there like all day. You, you guys, you guys ever come? You guys ever come to Finland? You know, you'll yeah. you'll get on that swing, and it's yeah. gonna send you to a journey. <laughs> I'm excited. Let's go. Yes. All right, you guys. Well, hey, yeah. if you're if you're ever out in LA, we gotta we all gotta meet up. That would be uh, that would be exceptional. Thank and, you uh, so much. Yes. Thank, thank you, you so guys much. again yes. so much yeah. for the time, yeah. and and enjoy the rest thank of your you. day. Thank you. So all right, you guys. Have a good one. That was the Boo Crew Podcast, episode 318. Special thanks to our guests, to Nelly Mastonen and Alexi. Hi, Baron, and special thanks to you for being a part of this. At time of release, their new film, The Twin, is in theaters on demand and streaming on Shutter Friday, May 6th. Production tracks for this episode provided by Powerman 5000. Till next time, Trav for the Boo Crew saying sweet screams. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Boo Crew Podcast. Haunt the Boo Crew at TalesFromTheBooCrew.com. Tales from the Boo Crew on Facebook and Instagram. Follow us on Twitter at TalesFromTheBoo. The Boo Crew is Lauren and Trevor Shand and Leone D'Antonio. The Boo Crew is produced by Lauren Shand, chopped and sliced by Trevor Shand. The Boo Crew is a TSP creation, part of the bloody disgusting Podcast Network. Bye. A bloody disgusting podcast network. Home of the Boo Crew. Horror-centric interviews. SCP archives. Weekly full cast storytelling. Horror queers. Genre commentary from an LGBTQ perspective. And creepy. For disturbing and terrifying creepy pastas. Listen free wherever you stream audio and at bloodydisgusting.com slash podcasts.